0: And welcome back to Sisters with Voices. So, what's our topic today, Kendria?
1: Hey, sister. Hey. What is our topic today? Okay, our topic today is dating in your forties. Uh oh. Okay. Yeah. So let's. I need a glass of wine. Yeah. Let's just go <laughs> ahead. Go ahead and put it out there. Um, let's just throw a caveat out there. Um, Women, we are not going to male bash. Um, men, okay. we are not going to male bash. We are just going to have some open, honest conversation about how it feels for us to date in our 40s. Um, and we're going to talk about, you know, what do we need to do differently to open ourselves up um, to a bigger pool of um, opportunities mm-hmm. to date? And so, uh, and hopefully you will ask yourselves the same thing as we uh, progress through this podcast today. Okay, I'm going to take a minute and I'm
0: going to go put bo- my big girl panties on because, yeah, this is a topic for me. <laughs>
1: yeah. Dating in your 40s. Mm. I, I feel like I've been dating for a long time. Well, yeah,
0: obviously. Like. I mean, not obviously, but we've, we, you, it's a natural progression. You know, you come of age and you see your crush or whoever, and you go on your first date and you work through figuring out what you want mm-hmm. in a mate, what you want, um, your partner to be, what you want your life partner Uh, the characteristics you want them to have. The problem, or maybe it's not a problem, I don't know. But the thing that we have to remember is as humans, as people, we evolve. Right. Through different stages in our life. So the 20-year-old me, what I wanted is completely different from what the Honestly, from what the 25-year-old me wanted, from what the 30-year-old me wanted, from what the 35-year-old me wanted, and the 40-year-old me, they're all different things. There are some aspects and personality traits that have carried through, but the 20-year-old me was having a good time and kicking (laughs) it, and I needed me a big old, handsome, athletic man on my shoulder you know the way he looked was way more important to me than uh what was in his brain and I'm, like i <laughs> saying it out loud is like oh god that's horrible but it's true my friend shalanda oh my gosh she would make fun of me so bad she would be like you like light-skinned dumb (laughs) dudes. no i don't they're so like i don't know i would make up something and she would look at me like
1: girl he
0: is dumb as (laughs) rocks now
1: i will tell you Natasha, you have had some fine ones you Mm -hmm. have had some fine ones so I love a good look. I mean, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Which we, just so weird. It, that's not weird. But when I think about, you know, what I look for, I'm always looking for that guy that has huge potential and action to be successful. Mm-hmm. Um, or, I mean, you know this. I'm going to be like, girl, I'm just going to build him. I'm just going to make sure yep. I dress him. I'm yep. going to make sure... I brush his teeth real good. I'm gonna make sure he got a haircut. I'm gonna make sure I, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Am I lying though? that no, that that lying. that was
1: my that was my thought process. Like, okay, okay, okay. He I got to work good, with this. I got to good bare this. bones. Uh-huh. I'm gonna make sure. Okay, he needs you know, he needed a nice suit jacket, a nice black suit. Because if I go to a gala, I need him to look like this.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. And for me, um, it was almost about what I could build out of what mm. i had yeah. you know and 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 in my 20s and 30s that was okay in my 40s i'm that that gets tiresome i'm yeah. i'm tired I, yeah. I need you to come to the you are table. not Bob the
0: builder we are not building i am there. not
1: <laughs> Bob the builder and and i realized that i spent a lot of time in my 20s and 30s building someone else when i could have been building some things to my on myself you know you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i do and uh, and that's a whole nother podcast that for a is. whole nother day but and, and in that
0: other podcast we're gonna talk about the time you said i want you to meet my friend but he got an open was it the open face gold <laughs> <laughs> and you a was what? like what you the gold with the open face gold it was like he just had gold around
1: yeah. I don't remember you don't remember him no. okay let's go ahead read another podcast I'm gonna have to make <laughs> you, <laughs> girl in my 20s I will tell you I, I don't know what it was I love me some men with gold teeth yes I don't know why and I was like wait Kendra what I, I he
0: was like it's okay he's cool people he's got the <laughs> I yeah I'm yeah I'm gonna have to make you remember him cause then we can talk <laughs> about him in another <laughs> episode oh my god I can't believe you forgot about him. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. So focused. what I wanted
1: in my twenties was, you know, I, I still want um, a successful man. But mm-hmm. my definition of success has now yep. really uh, evolved, mm-hmm. it, as you know, a, along with me. Uh, you right. know, um, so success is, is 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 different now. I
0: think for me. Um like you said, looks were at the top of the list If you mm-hmm. were not cute, built, gorgeous to me the, it, what there wasn't even going to be a conversation mm-hmm. now, I'm more interested in can we can we talk about something other than sports? Can we have a conversation about the universe can we have a conversation about God and be open to why are you laughing already
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm laughing because it's so we don't realize how critical those things are so so I'm laughing because I remember dating a guy in my late 20s Mm. (laughs) and he took my car to get washed and brought my car back I'm like okay that's really sweet right (laughs) We, I get into the car he's like so what do you think he was like I put this tree in here and he was like it smells really good right I'm like yeah what is that he was like I think it's bouquet." <laughs> I said "Bouquet, <laughs> bruh <laughs> and, I, and I knew he could not hold a full conversation with me yeah ever yeah. not at a gala not at a family reunion Mm-hmm. Not, I, you know, and, and nothing against him. We were both in our 20s. Mm-hmm. And so maybe he just never seen the word before. I don't know. Um, but anyway, I mean, pro- pro- promis. Promis. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what?
0: Like, sad enough? But no, so yeah. <laughs> now it, it is more about the conversation. I want to be able to say, you know, hey, Even if we're talking about sports, let's talk about this poor girl uh, who blew her shot at the Olympics Mm -hmm. for smoking weed. Now, if you are a weed smoker and you're like, well, they shouldn't, that's fine. I don't have, like, that's your opinion. But let's have a conversation about it and then listen to my side of it and let's have a debate without going into an argument, right. but when you're talking about it, you're bringing in facts, not opinions, at, at the whole throughout the whole conversation. I want to be able to disagree, but you be able to have this conversation, and then. Let me see your side and be like, oh, you know what? I never thought about that. Or not just, you know, well, that's just how it should be and leave it at that. Or not being able to back up your opinion. I want to be able to talk about everything. I want to be able to see something on Twitter, on the news, and be like, hey, you know, Mm -hmm. what do you think about this? And just have a conversation, an intelligent conversation. That is so sexy to me now right someone to come to me and say something and be like wow you know explain yourself
1: and then blow my mind with something I never thought of right and and we totally get it because I will tell you I I love music um of all kinds and you know I love country I love a good jazz concert I'm I'm from Kansas City y'all so I love me some good blues music um I listen to pretty much everything. But when I get in the car, it's not one time you're going to get into my car where I'm not listening to NPR. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I keep my radio on NPR because I need to know what's going on in the world. And I need to know that, you know, we can listen to music sometimes. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I just Bluetooth in whatever I'm playing. Um, But I do, like, I'm constantly learning and thinking how the world is impacting what I'm doing, how I can make an impact on the world. And, And to me... Um, that starts with me uh, gaining more knowledge mm-hmm. right and so if you were to get into my car and be like ah NPR again <laughs> like and it's like the second time you've been in my car okay I, I, you, you got it go. right you guys you're not even open and I'm not even being a snob about it I, I'm just saying that there's some really really great things and crazy things happening in our world and i want to be able to contribute to the conversation Mm -hmm. i want to be able to have a voice in in a conversation that's gonna matter to progressing my culture Mm. forward or education forward or the workforce forward in some way um and so if you're if you don't even have the patience to be like i just no i don't don't read at all ever i don't like to read wow You know, I'm probably not going to be for you, Mm -hmm. you know, and you're not going to be for me because I got books everywhere in my house. So then where do you think we
0: can find these men? Wait, wait, let me get a pen. Go ahead.
1: Okay. So I was watching this comedian the other day Mm -hmm. and the comedian said, um, women, you really have to. Like you, you gotta understand. You're th- there's three things that a man can give you, and that's it. And honestly, you're only gonna meet a man that has two. Okay. Okay. And so I thought this was funny because I had to think back of you know all the men that I've dated and um, you know that have been in my in my dating pool, mm-hmm. right? And he said they're either gonna be. A really really great man and just a great human being with a great heart mm-hmm. um they're gonna have their stuff together right they're gonna have their shit together um and they're gonna be great at sex and he was like and you're only gonna get two of those so you're gonna have someone that has a great heart who's great at sex who don't have a shit together Ugh. or you're gonna have a man that has a great heart he has a shit together and sex is not going to be on the table like for you it's not going to be what you want or he's going to have shit together great sex and he's going to be a horrible Trash. human being and I'm like oh my god that sounds so depressing yeah Um, but then I thought about you know kind of what we put out there what we want and honestly for me I can't speak for you or any other woman <laughs> but it it comes down to those three things for me and mm-hmm. and what you want. So for me, I just told you even in my 20s, I'm I'm looking for a successful person. Right. Or I'm looking for someone who I know um I can build we can build together like he has the potential to build with me from this point. Now you can't just be here and I'm here, no we got to be here and we can continue to build from that point. Mhm. But um, you know, the other two are really important. But how important are the other two? And so and how do you pick? And we we were joking, <laughs> but earlier you were like, Well, where do we find these men? I'm like, Well, you're gonna find the, the good men in the little penis section, you know? <laughs> um you know, I don't know. Or or maybe you'll find the good hearted men, you know, in the in the um uh, I ain't got my shit together section. Yeah. I, I don't know. But then what are we bringing to the table mm. to kind of make something even, even, even greater? Right. And at, and at 40, Whew. you know, I can't drop it like it's hot no more, you I'm, know? I'm 40-ish. Yeah, yeah. 40-ish. <laughs> um it's just such an interesting dynamic of yeah. how that happens. So, to answer your question, you can you can get out your pen and paper right now, but it's going to be blank because I have no idea
0: <laughs> where they are. I have um, no idea where. They if are. anybody knows where the forty plus men are that have what were the three? They have their stuff together. Yes,
1: they have a good heart. They have a, a good, good heart, and, and they're great and, and, lovers. And they're great lovers.
0: Um, could you go ahead and put a message down below or send us a message so we know uh, where to find them? Right.
1: And let's have a meet-up or something. Right.
0: <laughs> At the Starbucks. <laughs> and I need for you to put a sign on your chest that says I'm a good man. Right. No, I mean that's that's the hard part. You, you said something that was really interesting to me and that's um, <clears throat> you know when I was you said that, how how are we going to get ourselves ready for these men? Right. And I used to um, have a list in my Bible of the things that i asked God to send me in mm-hmm. my mate. And as I looked at it, I was like, these are things, this is what I need, this is what I want. Um, <clears throat> and as I transitioned into a more mature woman. I I grew up, I realized that I was not the woman, I wasn't in a position and I wasn't the woman that was ready for the man that I was asking for.
1: Wow, that's deep.
0: Yeah, so I wasn't receiving this man because I wasn't his woman i wasn't ready i wanted it but i hadn't prepared myself i hadn't put got i wasn't my heart wasn't ready mm-hmm. i didn't have my stuff together we're not gonna talk about that's my business out there. but you know i so i had to step back and quit asking like god when are you gonna send me my man where you know, mm-hmm. these are things i'm praying for i'm praying for him and he probably looking down at me and was like, I'm going to send him to you when you get your stuff together. Right. Your heart is not open for this man. And once I realized that, I thought,
1: oh, I mean, you're right. So is the better question then um, for... So women, is the better question for us, um, instead of asking where do we find this man, um, Is is the better question... How do I position myself so this man can find me? Yes.
0: For the most part.
1: Which is still a, a difficult question.
0: Very difficult. To answer. Yeah.
1: You know? I mean, it's it's still a very difficult question to answer because our needs and wants, I feel like they're changing um, constantly. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um two years ago I was happy. Happy ha two years ago I was just happy to find a job that paid what I required mm-hmm. um and, and just kind of gave me what I what I wanted, right? And fast forward two years later, that same job does not make me happy. What makes me happy is Running and building a business Mm -hmm. Um, But that means I don't have that same salary that means I can't maybe do the things that I want to do But what has made me happy um, Is running my own business. So let's just say if I was married right now two years ago Oh, honey, I have this great job and we can travel we can do all these things to honey. I I hate this job I can't go to work one more day. I want to run my own business the pressure um that that puts on that person mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. and so the dynamics mm-hmm. of that relationship are going to change yeah. um and, and that's constant because it might be the other way around it mm-hmm. might be honey I, i'm think about um oh my goodness uh uh tabitha tabitha brown mm-hmm. who you know my husband took care of me and put my needs first um and now um we're doing well enough. He can quit his job. Right. But that wasn't easy. No. It, it wasn't easy. Yeah. You know, and you have to be really clear on, man, I love this person. And I would do anything for this person. Mm-hmm. Um, And so what did that person bring to the table that made me feel that way? And if I take what we built and now I'm just like, i want to do something different because it, it's, that is no longer serving me, right? Mm-hmm. How does that impact the person that I'm with? How does that impact? What if someone saw me right now? It's like, oh, you kind of broke in your 40s because you're running your own business. Or will that person say, oh my god, I'm so excited that you're running your right. own business? There's so many. It, it's it's scary. Mm-hmm. You you don't know. Yeah, you don't know. And I think one of my biggest fears is like and honestly and, and there's and, and this is again therapy for me one of my biggest fears and you might know this um is like being broke it's mm-hmm. one of my biggest fears yeah. I, i'm constantly talking about business and money and hustling on the side and mm-hmm. how to make more money because i and, and it wasn't like i it was insufficient growing up no i right. had what i needed and more but that is one of my biggest fears. And when I talk to men or I'm engaged in a relationship or whatever, when I talk to men, they can tell. Like, and, and I've had men say, I, I don't know if I can afford you. And the reality is, I can afford myself. Right. But the way that I talk and the things that I want, like, I, I just don't know if I can afford you. So am I scaring you off before mm-hmm. we even get a chance? Because of my fear? Not... And, and maybe that fear turns into maybe, I don't know if you can... If, you can't take care of me and then they feel like I can't take care I of you.
0: Yeah. I can't, yeah. I also think like you hit on on something really big especially with dating and being 40 ish. Ish. <laughs> um, we've had 20 plus years mm-hmm. of handling it ourselves. Yes. So both of us have been married
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um, and we handled it. Both of us have dated and you handle it. Um, Buying a house, buying a car uh, for me, having my son, sending him off to college. You handle it. You Mm -hmm. take care of it. You, You do what you have to do. And I know for me... I think my biggest thing is relinquishing that power and allowing someone else to handle it and that goes back to what I said am I really ready for this man that I have prayed for and I don't think so because I'm still learning at 40 how to let go and say I give this to you And I allow you to handle this.
1: Yeah. I I don't know how to do that. It's giving me anxiety just thinking about it.
0: Exactly. Like, I'm supposed to just give it up? When I know past experience has told me, he's not going to do it the way I want it done. And both of us, as trainers, getting in front of people, understanding that it doesn't matter... If they don't do it how you want them to do it. Right. As long as the end product is complete and done correctly. Right. I had to learn that the hard way doing training. Mm-hmm. You know, this is how I did my case files. This is how you guys should do them. This is the best practice. And then going out onto the campuses and seeing they're not doing it the way
1: mm-hmm.
0: I showed you. hmm but it's still getting done. And it's right. But if you do it my way, you probably could shed, you know, a couple minutes off. I had to learn. It's fine. Right. I've learned that in my work. I still haven't learned that in my oh, personal life. Yeah. I can see it. I know how to how to separate that when I'm working with someone. When I was doing auditing, I, I understand that these are the procedures this is how this audit is gonna go but if at the end all the marks are checked no you didn't do it the way i told you to do it but it's still done so we're gonna move on i got that as far as employment how do i translate that into my heart heart. my home my family life you would think it would translate but my brain is saying, "This is what I can control."
1: And and is it that we've controlled it for so long? We can need
0: therapy after this. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. Or or is there a trust issue because we've done we we've, we've relinquished even maybe a little bit, and it wasn't mm-hmm. done right. Exactly. I mean, for me, it's a combination of things, and I also grew up with a very, um, masculine father, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know, um, seeing my father pretty much do everything and seeing my mother take on two, two very different roles. My mother was a stay at home mom until my dad passed away and then became, you know, the boss lady of the family. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and in so many other ways, she played the, the boss lady for a lot of people in the community. Right. And so, she was like, hey, you need to make sure that you always have money in your pocket, that you can take care of yourself, you go on a date, have money to get home, have money to pay for your stuff, anything can happen. So I've always lived by that that rule, but I've also seen this masculine thing that my brothers can fix pretty much in, in everything. My, my dad could do, every, in my mind, he was Superman, mm-hmm. right? And every girl should have a dad that they think is just Superman. But it's also... When you come into relationships and you realize having a dad, like having dads like we had, Mm -hmm. um, which I think really adds to our friendship because we share that value in our fathers, Mm -hmm. right? Well, not all men have those same fathers. So they didn't have people to teach them, and I'm holding these men accountable to an expectation that is completely unfair and unrealistic, but I still want what I want. Right. You can't even sit on the couch With your with your legs up in some way I'm mean, like why are you sitting like that mm-hmm. If you don't sit like a man <laughs> And it's just like I just want to Kendri, I just want to be comfortable I'm like but okay But I need you to yes. And yes. so in so many ways I don't know if I'm ready mm-hmm. To be married um, Because it's so hard for me to give that up to relinquish that and, yeah. and, and so men if you're listening to this podcast uh, I hope that you know, you'll you'll stick it out with, with whomever you're with. Or hell, you know, come my way. And it'll be <laughs> like, you just need someone to understand you and you need someone to just be like, I got it, Kendria, I mm-hmm. got it. But honestly, have it consistently and make me feel good about the decisions that you make for us.
0: Yeah. And I don't think it's just us. I think there are a, a large group of women who want that father figure or, I know that sounds kind of weird, but they want that masculine man mm-hmm. in their life, someone that they know that they, if they relinquish, everything's going to be okay and they don't have to worry about and it's unfortunate because some guys want to be that person, but they're not going to be able to be, they're not going to mesh up, they're not going to measure mm-hmm. up to that father figure. Ever. Because, yeah, it'll never happen because the love that a father and a daughter have, it, it doesn't translate to a relationship. Right. There, nobody can measure up to my dad. Like, and it's, it, it's just... Yeah, not gonna happen. So it's not fair, and I know this. It's not fair to even try to compare mm-hmm. or measure up. But if that's the only strong male figure you know, it's hard not to. But
1: right, and and, and kudos to our mothers. You know, because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I know my mother. Was like I loved your daddy, and he got on my nerves. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. Um, but we only saw love and, right. and even if there was an argument, it was a productive argument and mm-hmm. it didn't last long. And it was like, we got bigger fish to fry. Right, right. So I I think we just have to, honestly, that, that, rep, that introspection, right? Mm-hmm. We, we have to honestly go internally and say, how do we position ourselves? and i have a lot of flaws.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: me too. I have a lot of flaws and i i probably i think we've all written down what what we wanted in a man mm-hmm. and put it in our bible. What what the what do what the old woman say? Put it under your pillow, put mm-hmm. it in your bible, put it in your nightstand drawer. But make sure you have it everywhere and that and then that good energy in it and it'll it'll come to you and and that's and that's great. But did you write down what you wanted to be? And exactly. I, I, I never did that. Yeah. I never did that. Because I was like, well, anybody will want me. I mean, you know. Well, obviously. Like, why not? <laughs> but not true. <laughs> not true. Not true. Not um, true. Yeah, I can be super frustrating. And I know that. Mm-hmm. So, I, I think for me, the takeaway for this conversation for me, honestly, in my in my 40, in 40-ish, um, to really, really honestly... Um, what does look, what does positioning myself look like for me at 40? Mm-hmm. Right. And what do I want to come to me? Cause right now I want this, I want that. Now I just want you to compliment me right. and I want to be able to compliment you. Right. What does that look like?
0: Right. Exactly. For me, I'm working on <clears throat> myself Mm-hmm. being realistic, being open. I I say that I'm, Open. I had a conversation um, with my dear friend Nikki and, you know, she she always looks out for me and she said, you know, kind of slid in, so are you ready to start dating? And I was like, you know, I think I am. And she was like, what? <laughs> like, are you serious? I said, I think so. But I've taken a break and I took time to figure out if I could be the person that my dream guy, the guy that I want, would want. Like, Mm. I have to make sure that what I'm putting out there is worthy of this guy that I've dreamt up in my head, one. And then two, I have to be realistic that this dream guy is going to have flaws. And it's going to, at 40-ish, might have an ex-wife, May have some kids. And I have to be okay with that. Yeah. Because I'm not in my 20s anymore. I can't say, well, I don't want nobody with a baby mama. Because, hell, I'm a baby mama. Right. <laughs> like, what? How can I say that? And that's who I am. So, um I, my takeaway from all of this is just be honest with yourself. Be realistic about your expectations and your wants. Don't want... The chic of, you know, Aquarba and you're a street rat. Yeah, I went Disney. I know.
1: My favorite movie. My favorite Disney movie because I always felt like I was Jasmine growing Mm -hmm. up. But I love me a good hood rat. (laughs) But it's it's realistic. Like
0: you have to be yourself. There you you can't expect absolutely the chic and you a poo. Like, come on.
1: It's so relevant.
0: Oh my goodness. So that, that's food for thought. That's what we're going to close up. Yes.
1: <laughs> don't be a poo. <laughs> don't be a poo. Please. Please. And if you don't know what we're talking about, please go back and watch Aladdin. Aladdin. The cartoon. Mm-hmm. Yes. The cartoon. From Disney. Uh, it, it'll change your life, ladies. It, it will change <laughs> your life. All right. all right it's another episode another that we're wrapping up day. thank you all for staying with us um i probably rambled a little bit but um we appreciate you
0: we appreciate you so much and stay tuned for our next episode and don't forget to always be unapologetically you you